Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. Recently, I stopped myself mid-sentence when talking to a fellow poet. After being asked, what was I writing these days? They listened expectantly while I discussed my prospective collection of essays, waiting for me to continue, then said, are you going to finish? I answered half apologetically, I've become superstitious about sharing my ideas before completing them. Once I narrated the full sketch of the book, I was happy that I did so because their suggestions rooted deep into the project. Why my hesitance? Some years ago, I went around telling everyone, I mean, everyone, even my dentist, mouthful of tools, my idea for a romantic comedy involving uninvited guests at a series of weddings. When several friends texted to congratulate me on seeing my imagined screenplay on the big screen, I immediately purchased a ticket, then sat in a dark theater full of annoyance at its brilliance, but also paranoid that my idea was stolen even though I had no such evidence other than the flickering images before me. Then, several years later, one of the people to whom I had divulged wrote a best-selling book on the topic of weddings. I suppose I've known the lesson of keeping your cards close to your chest since I was a kid. Father Dave Hagen, my basketball coach at St. Elizabeth's Elementary School, scolded me about telegraphing my passes during games, which always resulted in the ball being stolen by the opposing team for an easy layup down court. So I became the master of the look-away pass, a skill developed on the court, but not in life. For most of my life, I've been an open book. That is, not one to keep secrets. I've not been cagey about my journey on this earth, nor my writing projects. I share, then at times, overshare, maybe believing in the false sense of intimacy between me and others. I went all in, divulging like I was in a confessional. I've had to learn boundaries. Yet there are so many works of art that reach people by taking down those boundaries. As a writer, this balance is hard to strike. I like to think that we advance as a community when we drop the curtains and reveal ourselves. Our personal stories, desires, mishaps, aspirations, and dreams. That our chances for collective well-being and success rise when we adopt a novelistic sense of ourselves. Both of which may be true. I choose to believe openness allows us to achieve greater levels of vulnerability 
which dissolve fear and increase trust in our society. I cannot imagine living during the Victorian age when everyone, all buttoned up, pretended not to know what was going on with their neighbors and family members. The world must have been a lonely place and a 24-hour news cycle of whispers and gossips. Today's whimsical poem, a gem of a fable, hilariously makes the point that sometimes living our lives as one big secret is beyond futile. Maintaining secrets is harmful to our personal and collective health. It's a deaf environmental poem that knows personal stories can be empowering when shared openly at the right time. There is no touchdown here, Belichick, by V. Key Now. I love it when the head coaches of the NFL cover their mouths when they verbalize their game plans. I wonder if the ocean ever covers its lips whenever the river opens its wide mouth to disclose its plan to drown all the carps and catfish through plastic poisoning. I expect the carps to put on their football helmets to defend its life from plastic. I expect the quarterbacks in the form of phytoplankton to lead the rivers out of hell. When it is January again and the Super Bowl hasn't fallen asleep on my lap, I take the salmon to bed with me and press a warm hand on its cold body. I take the salmon to bed with me and press a warm hand on its cold body while it dies slowly in my arms. I know fresh wild fish never makes a good face mask. I know I can't resolve my daddy issues by whispering all my secrets to a dead fish. I know that even when I don't cover my face, my life strategy can be read by everyone, including those who are not even my opponents. Because my secret is that all along, I just want to die with that grill-bearing craniate in that bed of mine that no one would dare to say is anybody's riverbed. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Slowdown Show. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. 
Find NPR's Through Line wherever you get your podcasts.